Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Green Teens Podcast. Today, I'm here with fellow MAO title holder, and I'm really excited, so I'm going to allow you to introduce yourself. So just tell me your name, your age, and just a little bit about yourself. Hi, everyone. My name is Arushi Samani. I'm 18 years old, and I hold the title of Miss Cannon Hills Teen 2023, which is part of the Miss Anaheim organization in California. My social impact is called environmental education, the importance of growing our mind. So I'm very passionate about promoting education in the fields of environmental science and present day dilemmas like climate change. I think it's really important to promote everyone, but especially our youth learning about it so we can come up with solutions quicker to face the dilemma. And my talent is Bollywood dance. That is really, really cool. I'm a little more curious about why you chose environmental education specifically, because I totally agree with you. And that's something that I definitely focus on a lot as well with my CSI is educating kids on the environment. So just talk a little bit about that. Of course. So I kind of was always grown up with a kind of conscious effort towards the environment. My family recycled, of course, we donated clothes, but my sophomore year, I took AP Environmental Science and I took it because I heard it was an easy class and I just wanted extra credits. But when I took it, it kind of changed the whole trajectory of my life because I learned how bad some of the issues that we are dealing with are in present day and how it's accumulated over the past couple of decades to get to this point. I realized that I took this class just on a wing and it kind of changed my whole mindset towards the environment. And I realized the importance of making sure every student and every individual has their eyes opened to the issues that we're facing, especially because the importance of environmental education is not prioritized in our primary education system. So I turned towards other means of just going out into my community myself and finding student groups and youth groups that I could talk to to spread that environmental education. I 125% agree with that. And I'm actually taking an AP Environmental Science next year, so I'm pretty excited for that. I'm going to be a junior next year. All right, so I know you just touched a little bit on that with youth groups and talking about educating people on the environment, but I want to ask you what you've done with your CSI so far. So in my local community, on my high school campus, I created a community garden. So I started a club for people that have are like-minded interests in environmentalism. And it's a youth group aimed at just creating impact in our community. So this was before I joined the MAO, but I had created a community garden on my campus. I taught students about composting, about irrigation systems, and we installed all of this ourselves working with my local state college. And I think that was the first step in really understanding the impact I could create on students in my community. And then when I developed this into my social impact initiative, I decided to just bring in as many kids as I could. So recently I've been speaking at the Boys and Girls Clubs, which is great to target that younger demographic about first to third graders. And I've been teaching them about renewable energy, which is such an up and coming importance in America as we move towards cleaner energy. And then recently, last Friday, I was the keynote speaker at a climate conference. And I think that was definitely one of the highlights that I've experienced with my social impact, because just speaking to a group ranging from teenagers to 60-year-olds, all that are passionate about advocating for climate change and bringing awareness to that, it was such an impactful and meaningful part of my service initiative. That is amazing. So I was scrolling through your Instagram the other day and I saw something that you had posted and you had written, 
think global, act local. And I really, really love that. So I want to have you expand a little bit on that and just talk about some ways that you and your local community try and help the environment and how you think people in their own local community could help the environment as well. I wish I could say I came up with that slogan, but I actually found it from another environmentalism. And I think it just encapsulates the meaning of this movement so well. We have to think globally because climate change affects each and every person in our world. So that is where our mindset should be. But obviously, one person cannot change the world. All we can do is start from our local communities and hope that that change becomes a chain reaction. And one person's impact leads to a whole community, leads to a whole state. And that's where we reach those legislators that have the power to make change actually happen. So my whole mindset is starting that igniting that fire in our youth and our communities and hoping that as they grow up and their passions kind of come back to environmentalism, whether they want it to be their career or just something they like to advocate for, it just continues to blossom and we can make change happen at a global level. Mm -hmm. I 125% agree again. (laughs) Um, Something I say a lot is that you know, a lot of people doing small things in their daily life will have a way bigger impact in the long run than just one person doing one big thing for the environment because it really is a global issue and it does really start at the local level. So definitely. All right. Next question. Why is environmental education important to you? I know we've talked a little bit about this, but you starting AP Environmental Science and getting into the environment, but just why do you really believe in this issue and why are you passionate about it? I think like all global issues, everything really just stems down to education because denial is the biggest issue, I feel like, when it comes to advocating for change. The more people we open their eyes to understanding what the issue is, that's how we make change happen because one person, it starts with one person, but it really needs to spread in order for impact to actually happen. And the best way for that to happen is just by presenting facts and figures and teaching people about little changes they can incorporate into their everyday lives, changes that are easy, changes that are low effort. And that's what motivates people to join the movement. That's what motivates them to open their minds up to new possibilities and new educational opportunities. I agree, because I think that thinking about the environment can actually be kind of scary for a lot of people because, you know, you hear so much negative stuff about it. But I think it's really about just thinking kind of a little bit smaller and just condensing it a little bit. Because there's so many issues with the environment and just really having that educational background, I think, is so important. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to ask you about some of your favorite organizations that you like to follow on Instagram, maybe, or maybe you've worked with before or hope, hope to work with in the future. Well, when it comes to brands, I know for a lot of people that are trying to switch to sustainability, expense is the biggest factor because it's Mm -hmm. so hard to be sustainable and also, you know, keep it in your budget. So My go-to is definitely just thrifting and advocating for less consumerism. So there's my local thrift shop that I love to support. They actually buy old clothes and resell them. And I think it's so great to support local businesses. And also, you know, you get to keep up with the trends. You get to keep a new closet, but you're reducing consumerism by secondhand shopping. And then another thing I adapted to recently, especially being in pageants, we all use so much makeup. And I realized that like cotton pads and makeup wipes, that was a huge source of waste for me. So I switched to the makeup eraser, which I know is a very popular brand that's coming up. And I completely reduced waste in that aspect. All it takes is water and that cloth that I wash two to three times a week. And it's just great because as someone who wears makeup on the daily, that is one large, large source of waste that used to be in my life. And I realized that like 
so many people can convert to that makeup eraser. That's already such a huge reduction of waste. I actually have that too. I got it for Christmas and I love it. It works so well. It's so good. Yeah. And going back to you saying about buying secondhand clothes and thrifting, that's something that I really like to do as well. So looking on Poshmark and things like that and just getting resale and pageantry especially. And I think, you know, obviously a lot of teens love clothes, just looking for more sustainable options where you can still be cute and stylish, but also help the planet at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to give you the opportunity to give advice for other teens wanting to get involved. And that might not necessarily be even in the environment, but just in their communities and just having that outlet. What really drives you to get involved in the environment and what made you choose that? You know, that all stems from your passion. So how do you find your passion and how do you help others find their passion? I would say the way I found my passion is by just gaining exposure to a variety of things. So I wasn't always super interested in advocating for environmentalism as much as I had a conscious effort about the planet, but especially entering high school and this transition period that a lot of teens go through, I challenged myself to step out of my comfort zone and join different youth organizations and see where that passion really came from. So try different classes. And when you find something that really sticks, when you find something that you can connect to, it's kind of hard to take those first steps into blossoming and finding a unique way of advocating. But what I did when I found my passion is try to look for other groups that I knew shared that same message as I did. So I joined a lot of community climate advocation groups and I joined volunteer organizations where I could actively work towards promoting a message of environmentalism. And that's where I allowed my passion to blossom. And I would also keep in mind that even though you're an advocate for something you're passionate about, that doesn't mean that you are expected to be perfect. There's so many people that are passionate about environmentalism that live imperfect lives. Maybe they don't follow sustainability in every aspect of every day, but all that matters is that you are trying and you are encouraging other people to also try because those first steps are the toughest, but it only goes uphill from there and it only spreads wider from there. Yes, I think that just putting in effort is the most important thing because there's no such thing as a perfect environmentalist. There's just there's so many things in today's society that there's no way that you could live 100% sustainable. So I definitely agree with that and I also agree with you saying that you were just looking into your community and your school. You know, for high schoolers, I think almost every high school has an environmental club or some sort of club that you know you can just try and just see how you feel about it and don't put yourself in a box always try different things and see what sticks you know 100% I want to give you the opportunity before we go to give some final words and just talk about what you really want your legacy to be through your work and what you really want people to take away from your work and what you really hope to do in the future through environmental sustainability I always end any speech I give and even my service initiative essay with the words, helping heal the earth with our hands, hearts, and most importantly, our minds. The reason I focus on environmental education instead of actively collecting money or advocating for a lot of environmental conservation groups is because I believe that education is the most important, important tool that we have. When we expand our minds and just being open to learning new information, that gives us the power to create change in every single aspect of our lives. I want to advocate for education at every age group, especially investing in our future, because the youth that are growing up today, they are experiencing the blunt of our climate issues, and they deserve a world that many of our future generations have already experienced, a clean and safe earth for them to grow up in and continue raising their families. 
So I believe it all just comes down to education. And that's what I want my legacy to be, is to be able to reach as many children as I can, as many groups in my community. So those children grow up and continue to spread this message forward to the groups in their communities as well. That is very, very powerful and very true. I really do believe that education is the source to advancing in so many issues because you can't really advocate for something. You can't really work towards solving something if you're not educated on it. So I want to thank you so, so much for coming on today. I will have all of her socials linked in this episode description, and I really want you guys to go follow her and see what she does. Follow her journey to Miss California's teen. We'll be rooting for you. Um, Thank you you so, so much for coming on today, and I hope to speak with you soon and see what you're doing. I know it's going to be amazing. Thank you for having me.